Hello and welcome to the When Wrestlers Act podcast. I'm John Cronshaw with a preview for episode 28. For our next episode, we're going to be reviewing King of the Hill series 11, episode 11. It stars Macho Man Randy Savage and it's going to be a fun show and it's out next Sunday. In the meantime, me and Colin have got together and done our top 10 favourite wrestling tag teams of all time. So um, let us know what you think. If you enjoy us actually talking about real wrestling, let us know. We might do more of these things. Remember, it's at WWA Podcast on the Twitter. Or you can email us at WWAPodcast at gmail.com. Hello, Colin. How are you doing, Joe? I'm not bad, thank you. We're going to be doing something a bit different today. I suppose this could be classed as an episode of When Wrestlers Wrestle. We're going to be talking about our favourite tag teams of all time today. So we're not reviewing a TV show, this is just a bonus episode. And we're going to go through our top ten favourite tag teams and talk about them. What do you think of that then, Colin? It could work or it could be awful. Yeah, well, we'll see. We'll We'll see. see. So, do you want to go first? Number ten. Who's your number ten? Who's my number ten? Well, why? And why? Well... You can't not have the bushwhackers in there. Ooh, really? Yes. Okay. Because at one point I was a child, and yeah. they touched the child in me. <laughs> I have to admit, I haven't got the bushwhackers in my list. <laughs> so what, what What was it about the, the bushwhackers that, that you liked so much? They went... And they had that finisher of the um, battering ram. There we go. Yeah. So I think this is going to be a controversial thing. <laughs> my number ten... The Young Bucks. Really? Yeah. I might have included them had I remembered. (laughs) (laughs) So, spoiler, Young Bucks don't feature on my list. Right, there we go. So, uh, and there's a reason. There is a reason. And it's it's not because necessarily that I enjoy their matches, which I sometimes do. Sometimes I think they're a bit contrived and a bit kind of over the top with their spots. And the Meltzer driver. Yeah. Naming a move to... (laughs) Get internet heat. The thing I like about them is they are basically the wrestlers who twat bait the most. Yes, the people who have successfully said fuck you to WWE. Yeah, they've done that. They've um, so people called them what was it? Spot monkeys. They yeah. came out with a T-shirt that said Spot monkeys. <laughs> Jim Cornette criticised them for doing too many super kicks in a match. So they did double the amount of super kicks in the next match. <laughs> so it's just all those little, like, up yours kind of things, that kind of anarchy that I like about them. So it's not necessarily their in-ring performances, but it's just their kind of attitude to, OK, if you're going to criticise us on this, we're going to turn it into our strength. Well, speaking of super kicks, let's move to my number nine, the Rockers. The Rockers. OK, yeah. Shawn Michaels and Marty Jannetty. Yes. Okay, right. Why why the Rockers? Because, again, I was once a child. (laughs) And um, they were um, a lot of fun and exciting to watch when you're that age. And they had the tassels and the bright colours and they did everything. They jumped off top ropes. They did super kicks. Yeah. And um, I always thought that Shawn Michaels was all right. I always thought that Marty Jannetty was all right. They made a great team and... Look what happened to Shawn Michaels. And Marty Jannetty. <laughs> well, let's not look what happened to Marty Jannetty. The Rockers are in my list. Yep. They're higher up. Okay. I have to say. 
Uh, my number nine does have a rock in the title. It's the rock and the sock, rock and sock connection. <laughs> so again, I think this is probably says more about me because it's just I like this because it was funny. Yeah, yeah, that's that's fine. I mean, um, I must admit, I've you know, I don't generally see them as a proper tag team. I think they just you know were cobbled together for the sake of it, and it happened to work. Yeah, I think I think what I liked about them is you had these two characters. Both of them are charismatic as hell. You had The Rock, who is <clears throat> was this, this kind of cool, badass kind of guy. And then you had Mankind, who was just nuts. <laughs> and putting them together and, and watching them kind of, the interplay between them in the promos was just, it's just brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. So, yeah, they're my number nine. What's mm, next? What's next for me? Um, number eight. Number eight, the Vaud villains. Really? Okay. I just think that's a great <laughs> act, and I'm absolutely amazed that... Of all time. <laughs> well, <laughs> you know what? You've got to. Okay. So. I mean, you're going to tell me that they're higher up on your list, aren't you? No, no, I, I haven't <laughs> got them at all, to be honest. So, oh, but yeah. their act is just so good. It's just so much fun, and even now when I still watch wrestling, they come out and I go, Yeah! You know what? And they, they bring blue pants with them they, as well. They do remind me of why I like wrestling, which is because it's it it's completely stupid. Yes, they're in black and white. And it's like, <laughs> and when they, I mean, those um, vignettes that they did with the Lucha Dragons, they were they were spectacular. <laughs> they were brilliant, and um, some of the silent comedy spots that they've done where they've just walked up and held up a sign and things like yeah, that. Yeah, no, it's, it's, I mean, yeah, it's, it's a great gimmick. I mean, it's one of those ones where I do I do think it might not work in front of a large audience. So we'll have to see. Hopefully it will. Hopefully it will. I can't see how it wouldn't as long as they keep the same um, camp stupidity about it. Yeah, yeah. So number eight, John. Number eight. What's my number eight? This is going to be a controversial one. Yeah. Right. The Beautiful People from no, TNA. No, that's, that's a reasonable shout. In their first incarnation when it was just Angelina Love and Velvet Sky. Yeah. They were just brilliant characters. They were just so bitchy and just... I don't know. The the Lay Cool came along and tried to do the act, but they, were, they just didn't have it. Like, Angelina Love, I thought, was... Was just so sneery and brilliant, and I just think if she does, you know, if she doesn't succeed much longer in wrestling, I'm sure she'll get a job as a dominatrix. You know what I mean? It's just that kind of thing she's got about her. One question I've got to ask about Angelina Love, not not directly, but whatever happened to Winter? <laughs> she, yeah, she was great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good music as well. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yes. yeah. No, so when when they came along, it was it was brilliant, and then yeah, like a lot of these things, it got watered down with yeah Madison Rain, and then I think they had uh, what was it? I can't remember her name, Lacey Von Eric. There we go. Yeah. So it was a bit of a change, changing of the guard, and then she was one of the Von Eric brothers, wasn't she? Yeah. So yeah, no, it was it was good. I thought they were great characters, to be honest. So yeah. So is it number six? Now? Number seven. Number seven. Well, I'm going to take a look at my list and move things about. But Mummy Inc. Right, okay, yeah, yeah. They were, <laughs> by all means, great wrestlers, but they were just so dastardly. 
Yeah. He had um, the million dollar man who had his um, untold wealth and you never find out how he came by it. And <laughs> a bit like Bruce Wayne. Yeah, yeah. And then you had Irwin R. Scheister, who was as bent and corrupt as they came. Yeah. You see him taking bribes in the back and stuff. And, and as a tag team, they really work well together. Yeah. And I, I just think as well, anything that's got a million dollar man's evil laugh involved has got to be good. Yes. So, yeah, good good choice. And they've both got successful um, child wrestlers. I mean, there's Bo Dallas <laughs> and there's um, Ted DiBiase Jr. Yeah. They're doing all right, aren't they? Yeah. yeah. What, what happened to Ted DiBiase Jr.? I think he became an actor or something. I don't know. Oh no, he started doing indies. All oh, right. Okay. Um, but Bob Dallas, he was um, beaten in a two-minute squash by um, um, Randy Orton last night, and it was an RKO out of somewhere. That's how much of a squash it was. Well, so it was set up and everything. Yeah. Wow. Oh dear. Poor poor Bo, Bo Dallas. He needs to. He needs to get a new outfit. Really does. No, he doesn't. I like, I like that one. <laughs> yeah. No, notice that With Bray, Bray White wears a T-shirt. <laughs> his dad used to wear shirts. It's like, just... Yeah, and they're successful. You're, you're a fat family. <laughs> yeah. So, um, my number seven is the Motor City Machine Guns. Yeah. Uh, they were okay. I, was, I mean... I just found them a bit dull. Oh, I thought that they were great. I thought it was... Um, Do you remember that series of matches they had with Beer Money? Yeah, yeah, that that was um, that was something else. But, you know, I can't go with it just for that. <laughs> you know, five great matches, but um, Beer Money, for me, are much better. Mm. Which will be reflected... Yes. In my list. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. I don't have it, so I'm going to put it on my list now <laughs> because I just forgot about it. <laughs> Go on then. So who, who's who's next? Beer Money, number number seven, whatever. Beer, number six. Number six. Beer Money. Okay. No, I'm going to go for another modern one. Right. Go on then. The New Day. The New Day. The okay. New Day. I mean, they've just... So yeah, I, I was going to save them for my... Uh, when we do our episode on stables. Um, <laughs> yeah. But they are current tag team champions. Yeah, I suppose. But then so so were the three members of the Shield. Or two of them. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But the new day, they've just been a complete breath of fresh air. You've finally managed to successfully turn Kofi Kingston heel. I never thought that would be possible. Yeah. Big E is a brilliant, brilliant wrestler. And then there's just Xavier Woods. What more can you say about him? He's yeah, he's he's amazing. He's just uh, you know, he's uh, possibly he's, the most charismatic wrestler of all time. I don't know. He's he's the most charismatic cheerleader, male. Yes. <laughs> yeah. He's he's basically. I mean, the trombone gimmick is just amazing. <laughs> if they ever split them up, I'm gonna cry. So that's... they need to wait till WrestleMania, then smash the trombone, and then oh, he goes no, under the ring and no. pulls out a sousaphone. All right, if they do that, a tuba. Oh. A tuba uh, going all the way up to a subconscious <laughs> base. He wheels it out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, the... the I, I don't know, I do, I do like that choice. The New Day playing the Final Fantasy music. I thought that was good. 
and also playing Rusev's music with uh, when they were, when Rusev was in the match with them. Yeah, <laughs> good. It's good. I, ju- I just worry that Xavier Woods is going to get too good on the trombone. And then it's not work. <laughs> he just needs to learn one song, one song a week, and then that'll do. That'll do. So, but yeah, he's clear, clearly he w- he wouldn't be able to play at an England football match. <laughs> Okay, so what's next? Number number six for you. Six for me is the Road Warriors, aka the Legion of Doom. I didn't put them on my list. I thought I might have an honourable mention, but they were. There's just something about them. I, I find them terrifying. <laughs> they were so bad at wrestling. Yeah, they were. But when you're a kid, and they've got the the cool face paint and the Red and black spiky. There things. is that. You know, and yeah, they, they, and for a while they had Sonny as a manager, so that always helped. You hear, you hear what happened to her recently? No. She's, um, she was up in court. Oh dear. For missing three prior court dates. Oh dear. She's probably going down and not getting paid for it. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder yeah. when she's going to get herself removed off the WWE. Alumni slash Hall of Fame page. Well, I mean, it's not like she's been been a racist, is it yet? So no, but you know, she's she's a um, pay by the minute porn star. <laughs> Brilliant, and I think she's moving into actual stuff as well. Okay, and having seen her lately, it I won't watch it again. No. That's all. <laughs> she just... I mean, I'd rather watch China. Oh, dear. Yeah. Oh, dear. So, on that number, your number... What are we at? Five? Five. Well, how about beer money? <laughs> <laughs> they, um... Two exceptionally good wrestlers. One of them very charismatic. And Which one? They're both very charismatic. All right, one of them a good talker. Um, probably a bit more, I mean, I'd probably say that James Storm's a bit more charismatic than Robert Roode. Sorry, Bobby Roode. <laughs> but Bobby Roode is so much a better wrestler. He's one of the most criminally underrated wrestlers. And if, yeah. if TNA does go under, I think, you know, he should be on the first flight to Florida because I think... He's one of those who WWE would take straight away. Yeah, Samoa Joe has set the precedent, so yeah, just just do it. Get him in. Get him in NXT for a week. Get him on the main roster. Just do what he needs. He to. is that good. Yeah, yeah. And I think I think they could even do something with James Storm as well. I think you know he'd. Uh, I think he'd do all right there. Yeah, I mean, imagine bringing those two in as a tag team as well. Yeah, yeah, oh, that would be good. That'd be good. But it ain't gonna happen. That's not gonna happen. <laughs> so. Oh, my number five is a bit bit of an odd one. Go. Team Hell No. Uh, I mean, <laughs> I was going to give those an honourable mention, but they're another one of those cobbled together for the sake of it, teams. Yeah, but the reason the reason I've gone for it is because they over-delivered on what they were given. That's an excellent point. Because think about where Daniel Bryan was at before that. He was kind of floundering in the mid-card, doing, you know, US title stuff. No, at that point, he was he'd, um, he was in the main event picture, but 
a little bit lower down. Yeah. Just very upper mid card. It, it I mean, was it, this was this was the point where he was starting to kind of get momentum. Yeah, it was after he'd lost his um world title to Sheamus. Yeah. Um but you're right in the over delivered. I mean how long did they have that um tag team titles for? It was over six months, wasn't it? Yeah, and think about some of the matches that they had in that time. The Shield. With the Shield. Yeah. And uh, the Wyatts. Brilliant. Yeah. So some, the, some like, of those, all right. Highlight, some of highlights were really good as and, well. And, yes, the um, therapy, the, the therapy. couple's therapy <laughs> stuff that they went to. That was brilliant. So And they still kept their charisma when they started getting on as well, even when their gimmick was that they hated each yeah, other. Yeah, yeah. And it was it was weird because like Kane what what has Kane in his entire career been in that's that's watchable and interesting? Mm. Yeah. Well he had his um when he was um false diesel. <laughs> when he was Isaac Yankum. When he was DDS. Yeah. Yeah. Is that who your son's named after? Yes, why not? Why, why not? <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, so I, th- I think Team Hell now, short-lived as they were, I think I think they were great, and I think they just really helped just create a star in Daniel Bryan, really. So. Well, it, that's one of the reasons why he's um, one of the few um, WWE Grand Slammers who's had every title, along with The Miz. With The Miz? Yeah, <laughs> that's depressing, isn't it? Yeah, <laughs> and Dolph Ziggler. Yeah, right. Oh no, no, no Dolph, Dolph Ziggler's not at the main one. Yeah, yeah. So Phew. there we go. I hate Dolph Ziggler. <laughs> you're gonna, you're gonna fall out with half the internet. Say things like that, Colin. Good. Right. So number four. Number four. Go on, in. Um, the Heart Foundation. Oh, good call. I didn't have them. Yeah, good call. I mean, um, Night Heart was good. Yeah. Bret Hart, there are not enough superlatives <laughs> that you can use for him. Yeah. Move on. What about the best there is? No, 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 no. no. That's a, probably a bit trite. Yeah. <laughs> I, do, I, do, I do think it was really depressing when I think we saw Raw in Manchester, I want to say. Yeah. And Bret Hart was there and... They did the promo where they said, you were the best there was. <laughs> it's like, oh, that's... Uh, so, very sad. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, number four for me is beer. Money? Yes. Fair enough. For the same reasons that okay. we've discussed. And because their matches that they had with the Mount City Machine Guns were... Just amazing. Two word for you. Boozer Cruiser. Yes. But, but they never had it on a pole. No, they missed a trick on that. Oh, I really want to. Especially wanted... when Vince Russo was yeah, running the Boozer Cruiser on a pole match. That would have been amazing. So, so another TNA influence for number three. Kaz and Daniels. Oh, bad influence. Bad influence. Named, named after the um, early 90s computer game review programme from the children's <laughs> ITV. Possibly. Yeah. Feature, I was more, featuring Andy Crane. I was more of a games master or games world because we were posh on that sky. <laughs> la um, But, yeah, the feud that they had with AJ Styles and Claire Lynch. And... <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that... that, that Brilliant. Yeah. 
Yeah. Either either the high or the low point of wrestling. It's so close. Yeah, that Claire Lynch, I mean, she we we need to do some kind of uh feature on on bad bad <laughs> wrestling characters or you know, non wrestling characters and What was her job? To be an addict? Who... No, I mean um, her <laughs> day job. Oh, didn't, wasn't it just someone who worked at Universal Studios as, as Olive Oil? As Olive Oil, and she left TNA to go back to that. <laughs> it's like, I've made it. Yeah, it's like when you start a new job and, you know, you call your old boss back and like, I need my job back. This is horrible. But, um, yeah, Kaz and Daniels have got such good chemistry. Yeah. They're both amazing wrestlers. What more can you say? Yeah, well, they were in my honourable mentions list. Bad influencer there, yeah. So they were they were pretty good, pretty pretty good. So who's your number three? Number three is the Rockers. Yay! Yeah. Why so high though? Why so high? Because because they were great. Um, the you. I'm thinking about them in terms of their context and the other kind of tag teams that were around and these guys could go you know what i mean they, they could they they were just i think what it is is when you see someone like the rockers for the first time or you know this this kind of style it makes it boring to watch the uh, slower older wrestlers and i think i think they did a lot of innovative stuff I think they changed a lot of the way tag team wrestling's done. Yeah, they um, they started bringing a lot of the fast paced, um, quick tags, that sort of yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, and I, I just I just think that their their whole story, going from the the tag team and then the the classic kind of split and then, you know, the successor Shawn Michaels. I think I think that's just all part of it. I think I remember a really good match when um, Mike Jannetty made a comeback and. Out of the blue, challenged Shawn Michaels to the IC title and won it and carried it for about a month. Yeah. I remember a brilliant match he had with... Um, remember one half of the... Um, you may have these as um, as higher up but um, on your list, but one half of the Oriental Express, Tanaka, he had a brilliant match with him. I just It's one of those that sticks in my head where he just did this crazy reversal spot and planted him with the massive... Tombstone power driver. Really? Wow. Mm. Okay. Number two then, Colin. Number two. Who is my big steaming number two? Well, I think we may have some consensus here. But I've gone for the Dudleys. Yay, me too. Yeah. So where do we start? Where do we start? My God. Um well you know, you've got two extremely good wrestlers. I do take credit though for um <laughs> for um Bully Ray's sorry, Bubba Ray's um calfzilla gimmick. Yeah. I still to this day that was definitely me. Right. When we're at explain, that, explain we're at, Colin. We're at that TNA event about had those great seats about three rows back and he was out there and I just remember started shouting at him, skinny legs, skinny legs. Yeah. And suddenly the next week on <laughs> TNA, he started calling himself Calfzilla and going on about his chunky calves. <laughs> that was me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, maybe. 
maybe. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, it, it, the again, innovative, important. The tables, the, tables, the ladders, the the triangle matches they had with the uh, Hardys and all that stuff. Yeah, just brilliant. Yeah, absolutely brilliant. I've got a feeling though that might take us to number one. Who have you got, John? Because I believe we've probably got another <laughs> consensus here. Um, Would it be Edge and Christian? Oh, no. No, I've got the uh, natural disasters, actually. No, Edge and Christian. <laughs> yeah, Edge and Christian. There we go. Again, they were like Kaz and Daniels, but even better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, they're just... I think... They had the great spots, the great matches, the great look. They had everything. Promos. The promos. The kazoos. The ukuleles. The um, benefit of those with flash photography. Yeah, Lita. <laughs> Only one of them had that. Yeah, had, yeah, but, had that one. But that, that always helps. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, uh, I think... And they had one of the greatest wrestlers of all time and one of the most underrated wrestlers of all time. Yeah, yeah. So, In that order. Yeah. Edge and Christian. Yeah, brilliant. So, let's go through these honourable mentions. You said something about the natural disasters. Yes, they're on my honourable <laughs> mention. Yeah. Uh, I thought, yeah, I thought it's a great act to get two fat fucks, put them together, <laughs> and um, they will dominate, and yeah. they did. Shark and tugboat. Shark and tugboat. <laughs> See, that would have been better. Yes. Yeah. What about the demolition? I've not got demolition. I was, uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. They always struck me as a poor man's road warriors. Yeah. So. With their... Um, Gimpy kiss look. <laughs> what about what about the mega powers? No, I've not got that. Good. Let's move on. All right, I've got uh, the Hardy Boys. So uh, no, it's never like them. Yeah, never like them. Never. They're not, they're not in my top ten, but you know some of the stuff that they were doing was, I mean, innovative and yeah, they had those great matches with the Dudleys and Edge and Christian and yeah, and they had Lita. Yeah. Great, great but, matches with uh, Brian Kendrick and what's his name, Paul London. Yeah. Oh, that's a, another honourable mention, actually. Kendrick and London. Yeah. 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 Um, the good. Quebecers. <laughs> God, <laughs> don't, don't you be in love. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yep. And um, um, just oh. another one that I remember from when I was a youngling: um, the Power and Glory. Power and glory. I just used to love their finisher. <laughs> Superplex followed by a splash. Yeah, yeah, it's classic. So you know who we've not mentioned who do deserve a good mention, to be honest, an honourable uh, mention? The Usos. Well, it's funny you should mention that because I, um, I did have the Usos in my list and then I got rid of them for beer money. Yeah. So, <laughs> so like you're right. Honourable mention. Yeah. So I, I I do agree with you. I think that they are the perfect tag team, and it's it would be an end to both their careers the day they break up. Yeah, yeah. And I think the Steiners. No. Yes. Just no. Yes. I mean, Rick Steiner. I don't even know what he is. Scott Steiner. <laughs> I don't even get me started on him. Right. So. The reason I'm mentioning the Steiners is because you watch their matches and it's just like someone's going to die. Yeah. Someone's going to... Someone is... It's like, you know, the... Um, it's basically the tag team equivalent of a Brock Lesnar match. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? It's just like suplex, 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 suplex. Well, can you imagine a match with um, 
I mean, I've probably seen it at some point, but those against Legion of Doom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, those are brilliant. Someone, <laughs> someone out of that would die. <laughs> Speaking of which, I mean, I'm sure that Scott Steiner's... Uh, sorry, oh. Rick Steiner. Rick, he's... No, Scott, which one's the steroid freak? Um, Scott, allegedly. S- yeah, Scott Steiner. Yeah. I'm sure he's the one who... Um, he's He can't belong for this world. <laughs> Have you seen him? Yeah, yeah. I think um, one thing that I'm going to... Um, as a bit of a shout out to any Botchamania fans out there, recommend that they watch Steiner Mania. Yeah, yeah. Because it's just brilliant. And another one, don't know if you'll be familiar with these, from the early days of TNA, America's Most Wanted. Yes. Yeah. James Storm again, his, his first tag team. Was it with Homicide? No, you're thinking of LAX. No, it was um, James Storm and, what was his name, Wildcat Mark Harris. And if you remember, he came back and looked a bit out of shape and lasted about a week. So, no, I don't remember that one. Yeah. So there was... Uh, no, LAX's Homicide and Hernandez. Right. Also great. So, in fact, you know what? AJ Styles and um, Chris Daniels, when they had their tag team for, a, for a quite a while. Yeah, I just don't see them as a tag team, though. Mm. I think it's just... They were there as a tag team. Another one of those who were there by default. Yeah, yeah. But Kaz and Daniels, they were a perfect team. Yeah. So, there we go. There we go. So, uh, yeah, if if you uh, agree, disagree, let us know on Twitter, at WWA Podcast. If you think this uh, type of list of things and talking about them is a bad idea, let us know. We'll do more. Give us the top ten reasons and um, we'll read them out. <laughs> yeah, give us the top ten reasons as to why we shouldn't do top ten lists, including five honourable mentions, if possible. So, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, we are men. We we like to quantify things. Exactly, exactly. I've read High Fidelity. That's a... Exactly. Yeah, you know, it's a, it's a good read de passage and you quantify things and you make your top ten mixtapes of mixtapes and... Bollocks yeah. like that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, um, so yeah, so we are, yeah, we'll we'll be back soon with a proper episode of When Wrestlers Act, and we'll probably be throwing in a few more of these When what, Wrestlers Wrestle as well. What is it going to be, the um, When Wrestlers Act? We'll have to find out next week. Ooh, fair enough. All right, so bye-bye. Bye.